podcast. My name is Dave Swillam. Let's get ready to hustle. Drink up, baby. There's more where that came from. Uh-oh. Oh, God. I mean, I am on vacation, so I'm really kidding. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Welcome to episode five of the Waking Up From Work podcast, where we focus on getting to work, making work a passion. Uh, we're coming at you live today. And yeah, by that, man. Change I mean, pace. It's still a podcast, so like you won't hear this right now, mm-hmm. but like live in the sense but of we're, we're here. in the field. Oh yeah, we're here, baby. It's the first field episode. <laughs> uh, we're, we're at Pipe Dream Brewery in Londonderry, New Hampshire. Um, and I swear there is no ulterior motive of I totally don't love craft beer and mm-hmm. homebrew. And there's, I didn't just <laughs> do this podcast to just get beer. Um, but it's definitely a plus. We've already kicked off that way. Uh, oh but, yeah, we are drinking great beer already. This is fantastic. Well, usually <laughs> I try to get everybody drunk before we get going, so that we can just go crazy and have a good time. Indeed, Fair, yeah. yeah. Fair. I mean, that's what that's what a brewery's about. So Indeed. I hope so. The well, brewery life, family environment. You know, yes. we try to push that here. Except for, <laughs> but, you have, but you have fun. The Snickerdoodle Stout is uh, not about family environment. Uh, Snickerdoodle uh, Stout is strictly about having yeah. a great time. <laughs> yeah, the peanut butter chocolate stout that uh, that'll sneak up on you. Too. Oh yeah, with a lot of Stouts people love in that. general, man. Definitely, definitely. You, you don't want to taste the alcohol. That's mm. that's not the beer that I make. I don't want you to taste the alcohol. I want you to taste the the craft and, and the and the science behind it. And the artistry. But, yeah, like all the the chocolate malts and all the good stuff, man. You don't want burning alcohol. Take shots if you want that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for later. Yeah. If you want to just like ruin your burn your chest. So basically, we're we're definitely here. Like aside from I love beer, we're mm-hmm. here because. Aside from like a little bit of John's story that I heard just through the grapevine, um, Pipe Dream, the name in general, aligns perfectly with what we've talked about so far mm-hmm. in the sense that Pipe Dream basically, that literally stands for... How you doing, sweetheart? Good to see you again. Love you too. Thank you for coming. And this is the place, Tell man. The Everybody's coming hi. up and saying hi. hi. So many people coming yeah. through. Cheers. And it's Sorry something about I'm excited. No, no, don't worry. No, it's something that we want to talk about. We're, we're in the you field, got a good man. culture. We're in the field. We're in it. We're in the thick. <laughs> we're actually we're in the kitchen. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, man. We are literally <laughs> sitting next to pallets of yeah. what's behind us over here is grain cans and, uh, and, and fermenters, cans and just forever. You know, maybe a pizza oven. I was gonna say I smelled something. Yeah, there's this spontaneous cool shit program going on over there. A little bit of funk in the air, you know. Uh, we totally cut you off. You know, she That's sucks. Okay. She sucks. That's okay. <laughs> That's not real life. If you're living the hustle, you get cut off, man. You yeah. have you have it's people come passion, out of nowhere. But, but I real quick, a pipe dream, basically, I looked yeah. up like the definition on it. It's an unattainable or fanciful hope or scheme. Yet right now we're hanging out inside the pipe dream. Yes, right yes. Now. Uh, it is very much the It doesn't look like that. a fanciful scheme to me. My pipe dream is, is not necessarily coming true in the sense of it'll never fully come true because my pipe dream grows every single day my pipe dream grows and um how it all started i mean i, I was just a kid who joined the marine corps and um, got stationed off in california 2007 right around that time frame 2000 early 2008 into 2007 and uh, i went from a kid who's drinking natty ice that uh you know <laughs> went to yeah hell yeah natty, natty light of natty course daddies. natty light <laughs> And uh, with, with a little Maddie bit of beer Light, double IPA. Hey, when we went crazy, we went for the Miller time. You know what I mean? Like, that was like expensive. Miller High Life? Yeah, baby. It's a champagne of beers, it's baby. The, uh, 
<laughs> yeah. So either way, you know, I got stationed out into a beer mecca, which I had no clue what that was. You know, like I, I met a couple, you know, locals, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you got to go out and get a couple local beers." And I'm like, "What? What do you guys got for local beer? Like, you got like Bud Light, and Natty Ice, and they make that here, Keystone Light, and like, what, what, what do you got?" And they, you know, when we went to um, Stone Brewing, like, it was the first place that I went to, um, and in Encinitas, which was like ten minutes from my house. Um, awesome. And I just, you know, I had a couple samples, and you know, to be completely honest with you, I'm pretty sure I was shit faced within like 20 minutes because I wasn't used to that alcohol content. You you're know, just like, like what is this? Yeah, and like the flavors were boom in my face. And you're like, what a bargain, dude! I don't have to drink <laughs> an entire 30 rack yeah. of Natty Light. I can just drink one beer. <laughs> right on. That's and exactly. And it tastes like Snickerdoodles. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was beautiful. And it was beautiful. Fruit and flowers and yeah. all this other good shit. So that's where like my. Like the kickoff to craft beer really started for me, and um, it quickly grew into spending way too much money every single, well, not day, but I would say every week I'd spend a good amount of my paycheck if I was, you know, around town to have a couple craft beers. And a couple, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, you're, so hooked, you're hooked. Oh, right away. Get you. Right away. And I wanted to try the next thing, and I wanted to try the next thing, and then the next thing, and the next thing. And uh, a good friend of mine, him and I, you know, I think we went out one day and we spent like 400 bucks to bring beer home to our house. And you know, I was racking in that military money, which wasn't a lot. <laughs> so I basically spent my whole paycheck, and um, you know, stock in the fridge. Stock in the fridge. Well, I was gone by the end of that night. <laughs> but I, I looked at my buddy the next morning, and I'm like, dude, like, we spent so much money on craft beer, like on beer in general. Like, why can't we just make it ourselves? Like, we gotta save money doing so it. So it's that an way. economical choice. It's not. There's no pipe dream. There's no thing. It's literally this. For me it to survive strict, drinking craft beer, I have strictly, to make craft beer. I want to make the highest <laughs> alcohol content beer and just get drunk in my house and save way, way a lot of money. Fair. Yep. Well, I went out and spent a thousand dollars on the equipment, and you know, spent a couple hundred dollars on the recipe, which we did a Russian Imperial Stout clone, and. So needless to say, I didn't save a single penny, and uh, but my, my, my passion grew right there. Right then and there, it was, holy fuck, this would be so badass if I could open a brewery and make beer for the rest of my life. Like, right there. In mm-hmm. 2000, and it was like 2010, right first around one, there. First recipe. First, uh, like well, I cloned one. Oh yeah, first first one I made, I was like, yep, I want to do this for I the rest this of my life. This is awesome, I'm about yeah. this, let's make it happen. Right. There's no way that I could do it. You know, like in my head, there was no way. You know, I was in the military, you know, it was just, I just never thought that it would ever happen. And to be honest, the name Pipe Dream never really occurred to me right then. I just thought that, well, it's, there's no way it's going to happen. You know, right. like I'm not going to open a brewery, but... Either way, my my craft, like my, my, um, just me, myself, wanted to just continue to brew. Mm -hmm. And I cloned for, I cloned recipes for like a year, you know, just just understanding the process and then then switching over to all grain from extract and and just understanding that process. And um, I got out of the military, I moved back around um, New Hampshire, uh, right around the New Hampshire area. And I got a federal correctional officer job at Devon's. So I, I, I moved to Worcester. I lived in Worcester for a little while. I moved to Westboro. I lived there for a little while. And um, I was a correctional officer. 
and I, I hated my fucking life. It mm-hmm. was absolutely miserable. Like, Dude, shit's brutal. I mean, you guys, you know, just met me yep. right now. Off the bat, I'm, you know, peppy. Want to have fun? Want to be smile? Want everybody? Want everybody else to have fun too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That job is the complete fucking opposite. Yep. Everybody's friggin' miserable every day. Just wants to shoot themselves in the head. The people do their there time are miserable. The yeah. people that are working, working there, there are, are miserable. miserable. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I've even I worked in clinical psych for a while in a psych hospital. I know exactly what you're talking about, man. Right. Like it's when you're just around. Like those, I mean, the types of personalities that are there, and the people that are there, and the circumstances that they're in, like you can kind of understand why they're acting like the way they are. But yeah, it is a huge just sap on yeah. like everything about you yeah, and your personality, definitely. your field, day to day, like how you, you bring it things. Home. Yeah, yep. like I've, I've talked to. I think the neighbor of my parents actually does correctional. It's a uh, tough job, he, man. He seems it's like very he's cool, tough. but like his the people that he talks to, yeah, he just gives me these stories. And he's like, dude, like. It just it just sits on you. Oh like yeah. When you come back uh, home, you, uh, yeah, you don't get yeah. rid of shit. The, their misery just eventually fades onto you. And needless to say, like I, I, I really started to like fine tune, like start creating my own recipes at this point, cool. and uh, just like to gallon batches, you know, gallon mm-hmm. batches of the Westy East, and just doing different 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 things in each single gallon. I'd have like fourteen different gallons of the same exact beer, but slight differences in each one. Whoa. Just to kind of fine tune to my palate, like so I was. What, I was is, what do I want to make? Where did all those carboys go? Yeah. Uh, actually, at, at first I was using gallon milk jugs, dude, and it wasn't even water <laughs> jugs; it was milk jugs. <laughs> yes, you make do with whatever you got. You jimmy plastic. Going, going for a milk stout. Was going through. Like it was. It was bad, man. It was pathetic. Like, I look back at it, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? You, you can't get a consistent product in something like that, you know? <laughs> Either way, like, that's how you learn too. Yeah. You just do shit like that. Yep, made mistakes, and uh, I, I had fun with it. And to be honest, the first time Pipe Dream actually became like um, not necessarily a re- reality, but like a like a thought in my head was you know I was a, a, almost a year and as a correctional officer, and I just I couldn't do it anymore. Like I, I had to get out. And a lot like, no, of either way, I'm out. Yeah, like I don't know I, how. I don't yeah. know what exactly I gotta get out. It'll be, I can't but, like, do right this now, anymore. It's going to be something. Yeah, so that's what I did. You know, I got out and uh, I moved back up to New Hampshire and I moved in with family and just you know save some money and to look into opening a brewery. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to. I actually at first before I looked into opening a brewery, um, I looked into becoming a state trooper uh, in New Hampshire. And you know, I went through the process, and I, you know, I passed a bunch of the, the oral board, and you know, I was, things were going really well. And I, uh, the the colonel, I, I had a meeting with the colonel and uh, Colonel Quinn, and um, he basically told me, you know, there's five applicants, and I need to find a reason to get rid of three of you. And my reason was I I had uh, tickets as a kid, 18. It was 10 years ago, literally oh, it was 10 years ago. Oh my God, brutal, and brutal. It, it was a gut shot, because I really thought like I had a good opportunity right there, and a good career. I mean, let's be honest, that's a oh, good absolutely. career. You know, yeah, sure it's, a good it career. it's a great career. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Either way, you know, uh, that's when like it clicked in my head, like, you know what, mm-hmm. I'm only getting older, let's, let's try this. So I, I went down to the state of New Hampshire and looking to do an LLC, and quickly realized that I could not afford this by myself. Sure. Uh, there was no fucking way I was going to afford this by myself. Not and uh, you know, I saved money, but not nearly enough to big start money. a brewery, you know? Sure. And we didn't want to start anything crazy. Like, I didn't want to start something huge. And, it, you know, I'm not starting big, with a 30 You wanted something system. to be yours, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I wanted to own the equipment. I wanted it to be all stainless, no plastic. So if mm-hmm. you're ever going to open a brewery, don't fucking open it with plastic. 
Stainless, baby. Yeah, stainless all the way. That's the word. Um, Don't cheap out. Yeah. Get good equipment. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Um, but in cams, uh, well, I started dating this girl, this young lady from the gym that I was going to, and uh, her name is Tori Bachelor, and she, you know, she was kind of a part of it with me in the sense of hearing what I wanted to do, obviously, because I would talk to her about it. Right. And her father overheard with her talking to her mother that I was interested in opening a brewery. So he came, he, home, he homebrewed me a few times, you know, more of a, not let's open a business together, because I didn't even think, he, it's like a bonding that thing. didn't mention, it was more of a bonding, hanging out yeah. with my girlfriend's dad, hey, like, homebrew, which is I like homebrew, awesome, because like, how many dudes do you talk to, they're just like, yeah man, so how's your, uh, how's your girlfriend's dad, she's like, oh, yeah, he pretty much hates me, oh, like, oh well, that sucks, like, <laughs> so uh, the first time I met him, I got him drunk, so it worked great, <laughs> I, I thought he liked me, you, you, so, played, you gave him a Houdini there, yeah, oh, I tricked the shit out of him, it's a guy homebrew, yeah, you he stopped him before like he me. started looking for the tickets, yeah. for the parking tickets, he's like, I'm out, I'm, I'm, I'm all set, Listen, I, don't I, I, I got a history, okay? I got a lot of parking tickets when I was 18 years old. Oh, yeah. Me, uh, I was a bad boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, I, uh, when I met the whole family, you know, I brought a bunch of my homebrew and just got them all drunk, too, so they loved me. You know, so it was, I was like an in right away. Mm -hmm. I was in. <laughs> and uh, either way... You just know, a good time yeah. walking right through the door. Yeah, so either way... Liquid happiness. I already put the Pilsner and the two-row in, so just it's just the specialty malt. Always business. Baby. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, we're we're prepping for tomorrow. We're we're brewing up uh, Surf's Up Double IPA tomorrow, yes. double batch. So we're prepping the Chris Case, getting it all ready. Let's and, go. Uh, that's my assistant brewer, Curtis, right there. Um, hey, Curtis. Curtis can't hear you because yeah. the music in that room. Yeah, I was about to say the reggae's going, the fans on. <laughs> you you know. need the reggae. It's part of the brewing. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I always listen to uh, reggae when I home brewed, mm -hmm. so I just implemented it here when we when we opened. That's but awesome. uh, either way, uh, just to finish up the quick story, yeah. you know, John came and brewed with me, loved what I was doing. He's like, holy crap, like I just had a little keggle system, you know, two 15-gallon kegs that I cut the hot tops off and a little cooler for a mash. And, um, you know, he was like, wow, like this is, you're, you're really love doing this and I'm like yeah it's, yes sir it's, it's, it, I enjoy it I enjoy the, the, the brewing and really I enjoy the brewing but I really enjoy crafting the recipe like that's to me like so much fun like I know a lot of people are like dude that's the boring part that's the most that's boring the part craft. Yeah, yeah, that's the craft yeah that's the creativity aspect that's, a, that's the personality really? of you into the beer aspect man and yeah. it's amazing what one malt can do to a beer it, it really is crazy but either way, he believed in me and he saw something in that nobody else did. You know, nobody else believed that I could open a brewery. You know, my, my right. family looked at me like, ah, oh, Jonathan, you can't make beer for the rest of your life, you know? And, um, it's 2018, we, people. Come on. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. Like, I give the example of, like, you're at the cookout, right? Yeah. And people are like, like, you've seen the family, like, or friends, like, every way away, right? And they're like, okay, so, John, what are you up to? Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm actually, I'm going to try to open a brewery. And they're like, okay, cool. So when that fails, what did you want to do after that? And you're like, dude, like, there are other things to do than just like whatever the stereotypical job is. They're, they're out, there's people that are doing it. How do you expect that that brewery exists if someone didn't go out and start the brewery? Oh, it, it, I so mean, you can't, you can't just say that it's not a feasible thing to go do. Well, I mean, I completely agree with you, but I mean, my family... You know, they're not much big beer drinkers. They, didn't, they don't understand the industry. They don't understand the craft beer scene. They don't, sure. they don't understand mm -hmm. any of that. So I could see where they were coming from, you know, and part of me wanted to believe them. Like, you know, maybe they're right. Maybe I, I can't do this for the rest of my life. And, you know, you know, when John Bachelor came into this, you know, he's the one that really 
you know, uh, besides a couple of my friends, you know, but he's the one that really said, you know, made it think in my head, like, holy shit, like, I, that's when Pipe Dream, like, clicked in, like, holy fuck, my Pipe Dream could come true, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, I could really could, this, this dream that I've always thought about opening a brewery could really come true, and no shit, 10 months later, we opened Pipe Dream Brewing. 10 months. Hell yeah, 10 dude. months. And like, that just goes to show you, like, you take it, you know what to do. Uh, you put yourself in a good position. You get some resources, and you have you know a little gusto. Like it, go, it goes a long way. Like good planning and I'm very hard lucky, work goes man. A long way. I'm the luckiest man alive. I, I the timing was perfect. I I really don't know what else to say other than that. I am so fucking lucky that you know not only did I meet you know the girl of my dreams that she's she's awesome to me. She's good to my family, but. I met someone that, you know, my business partner that just absolutely believes Hell in yeah. me. So, and he knows that it takes money to make money, you yep. know, and you don't meet people like that sometimes. So, it's especially not nowadays. And, and owning a business, own, owning a brewery, and, and that's the only thing that I've ever owned, like, you know, and it's a lot. It's a lot of capital. It's a lot of go, go, go. This is a young man's game. And, and, and all, <laughs> yeah. all, all the older guys that are out there, I mean, most of them, they, they have people to help them. They have, you know... They, they and, got their staff. They got their teams. It is tough to open a brewery as a younger man. I mean, an older man. Because just in my experience, like, it's... I'm here seven days a week. Mm-hmm. I easily put in 70 hours a week, no problem. I mean, that's that's a norm. For yeah. sure. So, I've been here since 7.30 this morning. And I'll be here till 7.30 tonight. Loving and, uh, every second of it. Yeah. Oh, loving every second of it. I'm not complaining by any means. You're full of energy right now. I'm all about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I truly love what I do every single day. Which makes it so like when you're working a seven day week or you're working 70 hours, it's like how much of that is work? <laughs> Almost none of it. Yeah, ex- right? exactly. Well, still work. Exactly. Like, you're still a tired dude, yeah. right? Oh yeah. And you're still like, you still feel like you're, you're working to some extent, but at the same degree, it's just like, it's cool to work seven days without stressing yourself the hell out because oh, yeah. it's seven days of just doing your thing. Oh, mm-hmm. definitely. 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 I mean, uh, I have a I have a lot of fun here. I have a lot of fun. I mean, I, I'm hanging out with you guys, mm-hmm. chit chatting about you know my experience, and uh, we're in the back room, like in the heat of it all. It's yeah, I mean, you guys are more than welcome to come kick it with us one day when we're brewing or doing a can run. Like, I, I Thank love you, man. showing yeah. people what pipe dreams turn into. We'll I bring, mean, we'll bring some amazing. people through. Too, I would for love sure. that. I would love that a lot. Come on in, man. I'm brewing tomorrow. Hell yeah. Eight o'clock in the morning, baby. We kick it off. First thing in the morning. There you go. I'm here. We got Come some. On pan- we got some paneling to do I, tomorrow, I'm but I'm, I'm sure we could. Uh, uh, it's about a nine-hour day. Nine-hour day. It's Killer. a long, long day, it's bro. It's a long day, man. So, it's a long, hot day with the summer too. Oh, would you want us there for like a full shift to do? No, no. Things? Just you could just come in and kick it and just talk and see the ex- experience it a little bit, and then you can leave whenever you want, man. Like I'm not, dude. Killer. It is. I, I Sweet. Me, me, me and Curtis brew every almost uh, three times a week and. We got it, but you're more than welcome to come in. You know, Absolutely, that, dude. Cool, man. That's, that's a part of, like, we started a membership program, and that's what we do every year. Every year, if you sign up as a member, I saw the pictures you get online. to brew with us. I saw some yeah. type of rhubarb strawberry. Where can, uh, where can the listeners on? and stuff uh, find that information or, like, find where they can go and it's sign a, up for it's, that or it's go all, for it? It's all at the brewery, 49 Harvey Road, uh, mm-hmm. Unit 4, southern side of the uh, Manchester Airport, right, right, right next to Sony Field. Um, the only way you can become a member is if you come right here to Pipe Dream Brewing. Um, how, how did come you, here? On how the, did you on pick spot? this location? I guess in terms of that, like when you're starting out, obviously, like you're looking at finances, you're looking at like where's our market, all these things. Yeah. What 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 went into the decision of like where you started the business and like 
the financing of some of those things to start up that capital because some of our Definitely. listeners they're working full-time they're doing and the they're, same thing yeah. that you do Hell where yeah. they're like i need to start this with well speaking equipment. of that if there's anybody that's listening to this podcast right now that has questions or anything when it comes to the brewing i do not know everything i i, I don't i learn every single day like i don't know everything but john j-o-n at pipe dream brewing nh.com is my email directly to me I will answer any questions at all to the best of my knowledge. Amen. Um, and if you come down to the brewery, like I said, I'm pretty much here all the time. So ask for John. I'd love to talk to you and help you out if you're if you're inspiring to opening a brewery, anything like that. Um, as it comes to Pipe Dream Brewing, when, how we kind of fell on this location, to be completely honest with you, we had no fucking idea what we were going to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I've never owned a brewery. I've never even worked in a brewery atmosphere before in my life. I've been a home brewer. Um, and John has never, you know, he's homebrewed maybe four batches in his life, and he, um, you know, wow. has never been at a at a brewery or like uh, <laughs> owned a brewery before either. Are we taking pictures right now? Are you doing selfies? No, nah, dude, I'm just Instagram storying it uh, up. All right, all right, you know, right getting that, that social Whoa. media grind done. Uh, damn, he's getting it done. Yeah, you know, what are you doing over there? Fuck. Hey, <laughs> I'm the lazy one. That's why I brought him on. I'm just he's kidding. not a great talker, honestly. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's not man. what I do in my he's free time yell at all. Beards, yell beards me, though. He's so, got, I was I mean, going to say, he has an epic beard, though. There's nothing that I can Listen, do to get close to that. There's nothing on the top of the head. I'm follically challenged on the top, so I got to do something on the face, you know, distract away I'm from on my that. Way. Right, I'm about to make the call soon. Dude, well, make it hey, happen. Just You guys both look cute in my book. You know what I mean? You're looking good. My confidence is through the roof right now. It might be the peanut butter chocolate style or the snickerdoodle. Oh, I haven't or tried the, this peanut the, butter the, yet. American I gotta give this. Yeah, you. All right, anybody who's out there, Pipe Dream Brewery, uh, peanut butter chocolate stout. We that's literally just did the case, uh, the can sale today. We went through seventy-five cases. That was nuts. Oh my gosh, uh, that's crazy. People love it, which is awesome. You know, I love I'm the stouts. luckiest man. The people love that. It's great because it's helping us pay the bills here. You yep, got a good but, product, uh, man. Cheers. cheers. Right, and another thing, I, I kind of wanted to Wait, ask you in terms of location. Oh, yeah. yeah, let me finish yeah. that real oh, yeah, quick. Oh yeah, yeah, that's where we're going. Finish that real quick. I'm sorry. Tangenting off. Yeah, I do. I do that a lot. No, I mean we we do it a lot too so we're not helping works so, perfect this relationship is going to be great I think you know before you know it, we're going to be holding each other's hands it's going to be awesome do you hear okay. this we're sharing one heartbeat like a herd of elk right now <laughs> hopefully an alligator doesn't come out and fucking eat us oh my god <laughs> either way either way okay back on back. tangent another tangent back on uh, picking this location we actually were looking for an area that didn't have any breweries at first yep um, we were looking at Epping New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and then we were looking at right neighboring Epping, uh, Brentwood, New Hampshire, and we actually found a spot in Brentwood, New Hampshire. We found a spot in Epping too, but the Epping one wasn't quite what we wanted. And then we found one in Brentwood, and we started to move forward with it, like to the point where we almost signed a lease, and it was like a fifteen hundred square foot spot. Um, it, you know, we thought that, that was good enough. You know, we didn't really know, and they were on septic and a well. And we didn't really know, you know, like I didn't know how much water I was going to use on a daily basis or how much, how much yeast I'm going to throw and hop trub down the, um, down the drain. And so so, much to think about. Oh man. It's intricate. It it was very like looking back hindsight is like, holy shit. You know, but at the moment I was just like, like, this is a good spot. Like we have a lot of traffic. We're right close to Epping and 101. Like there's going to be so much traffic running through here. Like it'd be really good, you know? And we have a pretty decent sized brewery, decent sized parking lot. Like this is going to be great. And the only reason, which thank God, we didn't get that spot is because the landlord was a fucking 
asshole. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't like this guy. Let's get out of here. I don't want our place to be here. I just remember looking at John and Carrie, his wife, and talking to them one night and just having a couple beers at the house, having like, dinner. This is going to be a problem, man. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm you know. I'm going to get into this, and there's going to be stuff that goes yeah. down, and when and it's just not going to be handled the right way. Yeah, I just, you know, immediately I, I gave, I had a bad vibe. You know, a bad vibe about our, our landlord. We're having issues with him before we even open, before we even sign a lease. Like, I know this sucks, but let's start looking for another spot. Like, let's not do that. And that's what we did. They completely agreed with me. And it was, it's amazing that I could talk to them and just be like, you know, this, I, I know I'm taking your money and opening a brewery. And I, I'm not comfortable with this spot, even though you guys were kind of comfortable with this spot. Like, talking to them, whatever. And my business partner, John, was just riding his motorcycle, which, you know, we, we both love riding. So we would ride together here and there. And he was just riding by and uh, he found this spot that was vacant and it was up for lease. So he called his realtor, the guy that he knows, which he was a general contractor and his, he owned a general contractor business, uh, H&B Homes. So he had the, like the knowledge and the, you know, a lot of, he knew a lot of people in the area. Sure. And um, Connections. Uh, maybe, you know, you know, if we need to take somebody out, we know how to take somebody out. But uh, Hear that. Don't mess with Pipe Dream Brewery, <laughs> no people. That. Don't sleep on Pipe Dream Brewery. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, if you, you don't know, like reggae music, get out. Yeah, oh, definitely get out. Get out of state. If you don't like dogs, too, get out. I mean, just don't, don't come here. <laughs> if you don't like dogs, like, how can I trust you? As yeah, I, I agree. You can't. I, I don't mind cat people, but I prefer you not to bring your cat here on a leash. It's yeah. happened. Uh, okay. Either way, either way. Let cats, moving moving let, forward. Let cats do their thing. I mean, yeah. Let, let, let them go out and just kill mice and shit. <laughs> Birds and whatever. Either way. Uh, dogs are man's best friend. Here's our tangent again. Okay, yeah. either way. Good tangents. Yeah, I already forgot what we were talking about. He's riding his bike. Yeah, he's riding his bike. He found his He's like, this is for yeah. up release. He calls <laughs> his realtor. Boom. That was it. That's it. That's what happened. And then we found the spot. We came right in. We, we looked at it right first. We were like, 5,000 square feet. This place is huge. And the first like three months, we took it up. It was it was full of shit. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we built everything. Him and I did everything together. We built our own cooler um, with ACs. We used ACs with cool bots to trick it. Love it. Um, I love it. We we had a three barrel electric system from Stout. It was you know it, it did its thing. It did okay. Uh, we actually bought a lot of our equipment from Ducan Brewing out of Lowell, Massachusetts. Um, to be honest about that. He, there was a, a gentleman who was, you know, opening a brewery, making decent beer. Like the, it, I only had one, and it was good that I had. But um, I'd never heard of Ducan before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he, the guy, the owner, got crushed by a semi behind his brewery, and his wife was selling everything. What? So, oh my god, dude, it was really well, weird. That's an unfortunate oh. circumstance. Yeah, it was kind of messed up, and I was like, this is like really bad juju buying all his like stuff. Oh, but when man. I went there, but you put it to good use. When I went there I'm and met the dream. wife, yeah. When I went there, when I went there and met the wife, the wife was you know tearing up in a little bit. You could see in the back of her head she was just so sad to be there. And when she when she met me, and I I had the and like I didn't know the story, like I had no idea yet, you know. Yeah. And I was just telling her my dream and this is what I want to do. And she was like, you could see in her eyes that she was like, oh my god, like this is it's going to be guy, used. It's going to go to he's it. Taken yeah. my, oh, he's cool. taken the legacy on himself. And then That's she cool. told me the story, and I was like, fuck, dude. <laughs> like, how, like, how did you even feel at that? Like, your heart, like, you have an idea of, like, what you're going to do. You know, you're you're moving your own dream forward. I, I you're doing horrible. your business, and then she's just like, yeah, my uh, my husband got, you know, crushed, and you're just like, yeah. 
oh, it just it feels unethical to just do it. But she, she easily got a, a you know you know two thousand dollars more out of me. Uh, <laughs> she easily got that because I, I was like, know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight with anything. Uh, whatever you want to sell it for, that's whatever vicious. you want, I'm gonna buy. Oh. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It was weird, but you know the coolest thing is, you know, I brought it all back here, and she before I left, she didn't tell me, but her, his best friend told me because he did more of the interactions with the selling of the equipment, and he told me he's like, you know, when you when I hear about you guys selling beer, I'm gonna come up there and hang out and have a beer off the equipment that you got from my best friend. Sure, and he did. Sure, shit, I sat down with him, um, you know, a, a, year, a year in. And uh, we had a couple beers together, and it was really cool. You know, I even put a um, his, the name of the brewery was Ducan Brewing, and I even put a couple stickers on the glass over my emblem when he came, so I could give him in a Ducan glass. Whoa, and like, this was made out of your, you know, out of a lot of your equipment, not the brew set, but like the chiller mm-hmm. and like a lot of the tubing and one of the pumps. Paying homage. You know, it was just. Cool and the guy, started, cool. guy teared up and he was like, you know, he, he really appreciated that. And that's what it's about. And then I took his money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, listen, I uh, really appreciate uh, no, like no rules. No, 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 no. No, it was, it was, it was cool, man. How, how we found this spot was great, and how we got some of our equipment in here, and um, you know, it was. We went from you know a three barrel to in a year you know a little over a year we went from a three barrel to a fifteen barrel brew house. Crazy. This, how uh, does that, that happen? Like that, what that are, literally is like what like like so, like I I wanted to kind of get you guys on when I thought of the idea of having this podcast. Yeah. But then like I was here getting a beer, and I think uh, I want to say I'm not sure who it was. It might have been John, one of the Johns. Is there a John that stays up front? I'm sometimes up front. I mean, I, I, I work up front you. all the time. Um, it wasn't you. There was someone. Eric. That could have been Frankie. Oh, we have 18 a, people that here. So it was Eric. Yeah, it's our bar manager. He's so, a great guy. So I was, um, I think I started asking him things where he could tell that I brewed. Because yeah. I was asking him questions about, like, the brewing system. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, um, dude, he... I think it was like busy. He's like, uh, just come with me. Just come with me. And I was like, all right. And so he he showed me he showed me this real quick, and then he showed me in there. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, okay, so this is the initial system. Yeah. And then he showed me that. He's like, yeah, we got this like at year and a half point. I was like, holy shit! Yeah. Went from three <laughs> barrels to fifteen in a year and a half. That's yeah. and it's wild. And Organically like, too. Whoa. Okay. So like, what goes into that process? Like, what do you think? Especially because, you know. The craft brewing scene is getting like so huge. Like you know, before you know, it was like California. That was kind of where it originated. It wasn't too huge out here. But you look around, even New Hampshire now. There's like there's so many breweries oh, opening up now. So many good so, breweries, man. Like what kind? So like, many. Uh, yeah, for sure. You know, you know him. I know that he's a beer connoisseur. You know, I go around and, and yep. whatnot. But like, what what do you yeah. think here at Pipe Dream is what sets you apart in terms of like your culture, how you work, whatever you think it may be that sets you apart and like made you have that like very significant growth over the that small period of time yeah i mean what sets me apart is i mean i i'm not 100 percent sure i mean i i think you know there, there, like we were saying earlier there's so many good breweries right here mm-hmm. i mean you got the the new guy blue cat brewing that just opened up great spot gotta check them out uh backyard brewing they're mm-hmm. they're brand new too i mean i think they're maybe a year now sure um paul over there head brewer he's fucking awesome great place to hang out good beer you got Kelson, who's been around for a while. You know, won medals. The guy's awesome. They have great beer. 603, I mean, come on, oh, stable. Dude. You know, yep. 603. Yep. Um, you got Rockingham. Uh, I'm sure I'm from the barrel. Henniker. Don't forget Henniker from the barrel. North. Yeah, you got Henniker across the street. You got Abel Ebenezer over there. Like, there's so many. You got Moonlight Meadery. You got Ancient Fire now. Ancient Fire is a new uh, meadery that's coming in, or it's already in. It's already oh, open. Cool. 
Um, there's so much good stuff around here. And to be honest, like when I wanted to open a brewery, you know, I my, my, my whole goal was to be completely different than everything. Mm-hmm. And you can go to 100 breweries, then none of them are going to be the same. Yeah. You know, do you think the reggae feel has a lot to do with that and like the culture of like, yeah, because I, I loved the story that I read about you guys earlier where it was, um, you know, you came from Cali and you brought it to yeah. the you, yeah, coast definitely. to coast and you definitely. brought that culture. I think you can taste it. Yeah, too. you can definitely taste it. I mean, that for was sure. my that was my plan. Like when I, when I came here, like when I went out to the breweries out in California, like, you know, I wanted to bring that vibe like right off the bat when I opened Pipe Dream Brewing before we opened before we started, when we started building this shit I was like you know I want to be completely different than everyone else and I want to make a California vibe you know mm-hmm. I want to make that you know I love reggae I love the what the vibe of reggae brings to a, an environment mm-hmm. so I want to be bumping reggae a little bit loud you know yep. you're going to come in here you're going to talk louder to your friends next to you that's how it is here or you go outside and play cornhole or you go outside and play cornhole or you play shuffleboard on the board that we made right here in house or you, you, you hang out with your friends on you know at a bar top or you know you, you drink full pints you have good food you're not going to come here and get bullshit food just straight hot dogs that are steaming yeah. you're going to get a good fresh made pizza it's not just a Nachos, not just a brewery like, people we have we wanted to be different in the sense of you can come here with your family you can bring your kids i have popsicles for the kids that i give out for free i have fruit snacks for the kids i have games i have pinball machines Man for the, of the kids. people i love it we want to we want to encourage family atmosphere can our music get a little bit crazy sometimes but yes but usually that's like you know on a Friday night and we're know, open until 10 yeah. at 8 o'clock you know we'll put a little bit of you know Michael Jackson on or we'll put a little bit people of rap here and there like I think at that point people would still want the fruit snacks and the popsicles too Dude, I want popsicles if I was rocking out at that time at if night. it's hot enough especially <laughs> it's gonna be hot we do a lot we do we do ice cream inside of our, our stouts you know we, we do oh, something cool. that's different that's awesome we do sours we do you know Peanut butter chocolate stout, a snickerdoodle stout. We do IPAs, we do double IPAs, we do Cali Commons, we do porters, we do. I've premiered 93 beers since we've opened. Crazy. It's crazy. Getting Two years. It done. It's it's a lot of fun. So, you know? what would you like for like not because we do like a bunch of different industries, all different industries. Yeah. yeah. So like just in general, for someone that wants to go from the job that they just absolutely friggin' hate, right? And they're like, you know what? Something has to change. And I now it's the time to change. What do you change. what do you have for advice for someone that is working the grind and they want to have whatever their business is, or maybe they want to just work for a brewery or whatever it is that they want to do? Do you have some advice that you can give them for either their mentee, their habits yeah. that they do, their day to day? Like, what do they do in terms of like making the jump to doing what they want? Definitely. First things first, you're gonna need money. First things first, you need to have enough money to open it up. So I mean, minimize personal expenses, save money. What do they do? De- definitely, definitely save what you can. You know, start looking into business loans, things like that, because it takes time. Start looking into the paperwork of actually opening a brewery, because that takes time. I mean, yep. that, that literally took us the nine months. Regulations, yeah, the, papers, that whole thing. getting your whole process down. Yeah, already looking into what you want to have as a niche that's different than the surrounding breweries, and. Also, which I'm sure there was a brewery out there that I could have reached out to and talked to and they would have helped me out. Yeah. Um, I Unfortunately, I didn't find anybody. I didn't necessarily look that hard, but I, I wish I looked harder to other people's experiences and said, hey, you know, this I'm doing this, this, and that. You know, what can I do to make this process better and easier for me? Sure. Or save money here or there. Um, People want to help. I, and they, they do. Want in this you industry, to be successful. In mm-hmm. this industry, it's, it's the best thing the about community. this industry. They want to help you. Yeah, every brewery Dude, beer is such you. a community. It's 
great. It, it is. Um, I think if you find the right person too, like in any industry, yeah. like for the most part, where like if it's something that's not like the norm, or maybe it is the norm, but like it's just like that portion of it. I found it hard that when you come to someone from an earnest way, where you're like, listen, I want to do the things that you do because I'm genuinely absolutely friggin' passionate about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And can you can you tell me what I do? Just like we're here today, where it's just like getting into your mind, where it's like. I want to do this, mm-hmm. and you're you've literally. I, I want to learn from you, you know. So. Even though you're an audio engineer and I do voiceover work, and you own a brewery, like what are what are some of the generally applicable things that human beings can do to take what they're passionate about and push it towards doing something that you do every day? Yeah, like besides in like making money off of it and making it your thing that you do. Like when people ask you, "What is it that you do?" Like I'm a brewer. Like I have my brewery. That's what I do on my free time. That's yeah, what oh, I do yeah. in my sleep. Fine tune those recipes I mean and do not ever come into this industry thinking you're gonna make a million bucks because I think I make like I don't know two bucks an hour right now um, I, I you can't go into you know opening a brewery and thinking that you're going to make a lot of money or anything because, really right, business like I don't know I think like the the average I hear it's like you you aim to be like net like neutral by like year one or two or something like that as a business and then like profit by like year three through five oh, but yeah. it's like you're oh, yeah. you're paying yourself a livable wage that you've calculated if you Definitely. have a loan and or, you're literally showing this is what I have and that the brewery can afford it's really yep. what it comes down to exactly and, and when it for us at Pipe Dream you know, I, I, you know, I've been to a lot of other breweries, and a lot of the other breweries, you always see like a turnaround on the staff a lot, like fairly, really, pretty quickly. Yeah. I didn't want that here, so like my staff makes more than I do. Uh, I pay them more than I pay myself because I want to make sure that I have a staff that wants to stay Dedicated here part of and it. wants to be a part of my dream ownership. So, so not only you know, important. not only that though, but when I take care of them, they take care of the customers. And if you look at the ratings Thank that you. we have for Thank customer you. service. Cool. It's absolutely unreal. and you Your can't, product is astounding. You, you can't just make a, a good product. Thank you very much. I, I but appreciate But that's a part it. of your product is like the, the personality yeah. and the service. Customer that service brand. is yeah. extremely, extremely important because we we didn't do distribution at all. All of our beer, if you wanted Pipe Dream Brewing, you came to Pipe Dream Brewing. Yeah. So that was the only way that we organically grew into distribution. So if I have a bad time here and I'm like, oh, like, hey, hey, did you want to go to Pipe Dream? No, when no, I went man, there, yeah. uh, this person really snubbed me. Exactly. At the, and then, then it literally yeah, cuts off kind of a, a group of 16 point. friends that oh, might yeah. be there buying beers all night. Yeah. Whereas on the flip side of that, you come in there and you buy a beer and you're asking homebrewing questions. Someone's like, dude, listen, like Let's go this, back here. we're really busy, but this is what we do right here. And now we're doing a podcast immediately. Yeah. yeah exactly. dude, we're doing a podcast in the back room, like oh, yeah. in it. We're in the thick of it. This is, yeah. I we would have done it in the brewery, but yeah. I have music over there. So yeah. it's like bumping loud. And I, dude, I always got to listen to music. A mentor of mine said perception is reality. And yes. so if you perceive something, you immediately make that your reality. So I think that that's like, couldn't be anything more true where like whatever you anticipate is your perception that time when you're in definitely makes a difference especially where you know when it comes to impressions upon people especially in business where you know it is a place where you show up 
and you have to come here to experience it, the first impression that you make is the lasting impression. And so like if you come here and your first impression is like, you know, when I walked in here and I was, cause this is my first time coming here. Oh, welcome I was to like, Pipe Dream Brewing, Thanks, man, man dude. I'm, I'm so stoked to be here. So, so happy to This is the to first brewery that yep. we've hit up for an interview. It may be the last. Yeah. We drink a beer every time we do a podcast yes, for the most part. Mm-hmm. So maybe we have to start just drinking Pipe Dream. Yeah. Nah, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> hit up all the local breweries, guys. Dude, I mean, seriously. Do. I mean, Lon so Cat will definitely be in. Brackyard Brewery will definitely be in. Kelson, all the dairy you know, from the barrel, they would love to have you guys. They would love to have you guys. And you cool. should. That'll promote yeah. that'll promote craft beer, man. Well and hopefully once our podcast, you know, once season one comes out and uh, you know, we can continue to do season two and we can do it live each week. Um, yeah, we're always trying to find new people to talk to. You're always welcome here, guys. Thank you, man. Always welcome here. Because it's the here, community. Man. It's not even like, oh you know, we're trying to make our podcast be this thing so that we can make money so we can do this. It's like we genu- genuinely enjoy well, at least I do. I genuinely I enjoy it having good conversation with like-minded people especially people who are doing things that are like much different from what we're doing is that the oh yeah that's the stout dude that's the one that's gonna cause a ruckus oh i drank that i'm gonna drink some more of this peanut butter but it's like the like-minded people you're trying to you're trying to spread the wealth around because you know people should have should be able to drink good beer have a place to come to drink insanely good beer and you know you work with you know other you know you say oh yeah you know check out this guy check out this guy you know, it's the community. It's that Definitely. sense that you have that yeah. you're not just coming to a business who's trying to like take your money. It's like you're coming no. to a place, you're coming to an atmosphere, you're coming to, you know, John's here at Pipe Dream, at Pipe Dream Brewery, and he's got his personality and he's got his way that he wants to do things and he wants this to be the best atmosphere. I want there it to can be, be a little bit crazy, a little bit on the line. Oh yeah, baby. And always have TVs for sporting events because hey, we're in New England and I, right. I, I, oh, I yeah. want to watch my Celtics and I want to watch my Bruins, oh, Patriots. You know, I want to watch next year. Yep. Uh, and don't forget New England Revolution, goddammit. There we go. Yeah, don't sleep on soccer. <laughs> don't sleep on soccer, people. All right, so I know that I want to um, kind of wrap this up for you and for timing on it. Yeah, so I, I do. Always, I sponsor yeah. a local softball team, so I gotta, I'm gonna, and I Shout play us. for them. So we, uh, I got to go over there and, and hang out with the Pipe Dream Brewing's team and uh, nice. have fun. And, you know, that's the other thing, too. You know, going back to the question that you had earlier about, you know, if there's anybody listening right now that is looking into opening a brewery, you know, really getting in tuned with uh, where you are and your community is absolutely huge. I mean, we sponsor multiple teams. We, we've raised close to $20,000 for charity since we've opened. I mean, there, there's awesome, a lot yeah. of things that we've done that just to implement ourselves and say, hey, Londonderry, like, we want to be a part of you. We don't want to just sell craft beer and pay our taxes. Exactly. We, we want to be a part and, and take care of the community and Face take care the of the community. young kids that are growing up and that are soon going to be 21 and sell, buy beer here. Exactly. But, <laughs> you know, I, I want to take care of, you know, the, the local scene. And uh, again, please don't write this down if you didn't already. J-O-N at... Pipe Dream Brewing NH.com. Mm-hmm. That is my email. You can shoot me an email anytime. I'll answer any questions and all questions. And, um, you know, if you're serious about opening a brewery, the best thing you can do is talk to somebody that owns a brewery or works at a brewery or has any kind of experience in there because they're going to help you. And I can tell you right now, if you just homebrew at your house two years ago, Two years and three days ago, I was homebrewing in my house, and now I own a brewery that's a 15-barrel brew house, yes. four 30-barrel fermenters, a 30-barrel bright, 
two 30 barrel or a 30 barrel hot liquor, a 30 barrel cold liquor, a 15 barrel tank, a seven barrel. So yeah, anybody works, can do it. Baby. Anybody can do it. Anyone can do it. I, I am living proof that you can, you can do it. You just have to set your fucking mind to it and, and work hard and you know, anybody can do it. So if I can help anybody else live their pipe dream, please email Let's me. Go. You awesome. know, shoot me a message on Facebook. Yeah, we're, I was going to just say, where else can I'm they find there. you? You on Twitter? You on Facebook? You're on, on, on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Like, I, I don't manage those accounts on a day to day basis, but I'm on those accounts on a day to day basis, checking on reviews, checking on my customers, making sure we, we get back to our messages. You know, I'm anyone following at Dave Wake Up, my mm-hmm. Instagram account, I'm definitely, I'm here an okay amount, and I'm definitely always. Pinching out little, there's pictures yep. on my Instagram for Pipe Dream for sure. And I'll so be here be too. To um, I've been doing my social media too at Ryan Kerrigan for so. So check I always there. have Cheers. some questions that I ask just to wrap it up for you, yeah. John. Yeah, that hell I yeah. Ask every person. Fire away, brother. So the first one, I don't think I'm going to ask because I said I always ask people what what made you make the decision to pursue this in a serious way. But I think I got that oh, honestly yeah. from what we talked about. Definitely, I, I feel sure. like I get it. Um, what would be when you're looking back, what is the biggest mistake that you made through this process? Biggest mistake that I've made. Biggest mistake that I made was starting off with a three barrel electric system. Starting off small? Starting off not necessarily, yeah, I mean small. I wish I started it's with like at least a five barrel. Kind of stuff. Well, I wish I, I wish I started with at least a five barrel. To keep up with demand. With keep, I mean, I was only selling in the brew house, and I couldn't even keep up with demand in the brew house Damn. with the three barrel. And I was brewing Non-stop. almost every day. Almost every single day. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it was to fill, to fill a seven barrel, which is about 200 gallons-ish. Um, it took me 20 man hours to brew that. What would you have started with? A five uh, gallon? I, I mean, I'm uh, sorry, five, five gallon, you'd been screwed. Five I, barrel? I would have at least, if I was to do it all over again, five or seven, I would even shoot for the seven and do direct fire, fuck electric. <laughs> <laughs> I did electric. But I mean, it worked. It, it did a great job. That system, you know, it, it, it made me get a 15 barrel. It like, made it start. It, 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 it did its job, it did a fantastic job. Cleaning it was a pain in my butt, but it was a it was a great system. The system that I have is fantastic. What I started with, it was great. Okay. Um, I, I'm exa- exa- very very happy with it. But if I was to do the one, if I think the one mistake, I mean, there's tons of mistakes. Yeah. But the, that, <laughs> As always. That was one of my mistakes. I, I think I would have went just a, a tiny bit bigger. You know, even if I had to wait an extra six months or a year to bring the finances. You know, to, yeah, to get those finances, I think that I would have started with at least. Five, uh, seven barrel system. Okay. I mean, to really produce enough to where you're like not a hundred hours a week. So, okay. So flip side, what is the best idea that you've had in the entire process? Customer service, pints, good food, TV so customers can watch great games and creating a vibe that people just, oh, let's go to Pipe Dream and party. Let's go to Pipe Dream and have a good time. That's what I'm feeling. Brand. Brand in it, man. That's what I get from yeah. that. Build your brand, and if it doesn't mean anything, then oh, there's nothing something crazy about your too. business that yeah. something crazy too. Like push the limits, like kind mad, of type mad, deal. Mad yeah. scientist shit. Ooh, okay. Like, like spontaneous sours. We do a lot of that. We do a lot of cool ships. Like cool ships. The only place around here doing cool ships is Allagash, and they're killing the game in cool ships. So I wanted to do that, you know. So cool ships, like something something different. It doesn't have to Changing be a cool the game. Ship, just something different. Okay. You know, sours are coming to our area. And uh, in my opinion, you know, sessionable oh, I had a good sours. I had a sour the other day. I had a good sour. A watermelon sour. Pop that sour blackberries on tap right now. It's bomb. Ooh, it's bomb. Check it out. Check it out, people. 
All right, um, so I always ask people, um, is there a book that you would recommend on your industry or just business in general or like even a mentality or some type of habit, anything that you think would be helpful for this type of person going after this for our listeners uh, that you think that they could benefit from? Okay, so a lot of people and even myself, when I was first handed this bro- this book, I was like, oh, I know a little bit more than this. Uh, it, it, Brewing for Idiots. I, uh, I highly recommend that book because, you know, you can read through that and you're going to find something that you're, I guarantee you, you will find something in there and you're like, oh, shit. It's a treasure I, trove of I, information. I, I didn't even think of that. Okay. Um, also, too, one more thing. I want more on that. Um, the internet is absolutely amazing to find, like, just just pickets of information. that like, Communities you, and shit like that, yeah, too. Forms, YouTube. You know, if you're trying to figure out how to build a keg washer, like I was at one point, I went on YouTube and I fucking Googled it and brought me to YouTube and I was like, oh, Imagine I kind of like how he did it, but I like Millennial. this a little bit more and I can <laughs> find like the four different changing, people's things. And All the information is out there. Free. got to know how to look for it for free. Free. 100% free. Because your time is worth money and if oh. you can get some, some learning in for free, baby. Oh, let's yeah. Go. I mean, again, I, I, was, I was a home brewer. No, no, exper- no experience in a brewery. I've never worked in a brewery at all in my entire life until I owned one so it's possible people make it happen it is that's the word it is baby that's the word sick so um, I like we've even peppered this in quite a bit but like I ask people how do they stay in touch with you and your business so basically you told them the email yep just the regular website social media man social media Talk, is an amazing on Facebook. thing yep Facebook Twitter Instagram I know for sure Instagram it's at pub uh, pipe dream brewery yeah you definitely follow us on there you're gonna find out what we're doing but seriously was, you, oh another thing too you gotta um, come down to the you know what, what, what do you got going on soon I know that you guys have some events coming up you keep in touch mind on this podcast because we're launching oh, yeah, all true. ten at once this won't be out for another two months so oh, yeah, what's, what's oh, around two or three months, months. Where, we should, where we publicize what's dude, going on I don't even on. know what I had for breakfast me either man I'm right there with you. <laughs> I'll call you back. I mean, yeah. We're gonna do show notes on this, so maybe I can yeah. put in like a recent event for when we launch it. I'll put the in two something. year anniversary is coming up June twenty third. But right. um, I mean that that's the for me that's like the a big mecca thing just because you know you know I, I pride myself on my sours and um, I have my first round of cool ships coming out for our two year anniversary. They're, Hell they're, yeah, they're Let's all a year and a half, people. two years Peep old. You know, I'll, three months from now, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. Okay. I'm brewing, I hope. I hope to God I have a job still. I'll call you, man. I'll call you, man. We'll figure it out. We'll come in here and there and see. We'll uh, pick your brain and see what's up. But yeah, we, you guys are always welcome here, man. Thank always you, man. welcome. Always welcome. Shoot me a phone call anytime. Hell yeah, yeah. Make sure you guys have my business card and we'll... We'll get together and do this again, man. Cheers. Yes, please. Awesome. I would lo- we would love to do some follow-up episodes, especially when, you know, this starts progressing. Well, hopefully if it starts progressing. Yeah, yeah definitely. We'll see what happens. I yeah. hope so. We'll see. We'll no, take man. my time and let my customers... Listen, you know, uh, there's not a lot it. of New Hampshire based podcasts out there, yeah. people. Start waking up, up for work and let's get, let's get it done. All right. So I'm going to close this thing out. Thank mm-hmm. you for listening to the Wake Up From Work. The Waking Up From Work. Holy crap. The Waking Up From Work podcast. You can One check beer us. does that to you, pal. Um, we're going to do show notes on this episode <laughs> and every episode. Wakingupfromwork.com slash episode five. 10%. To see some of the links and a brief write-up and things that John covered. Uh, please keep up with us on our social media at Dave Wake Up on Instagram. Facebook.com slash wakingupfromwork wakingupfromwork.com and of course our email wakeupfromworkpodcast at gmail.com or my cell 978-925-7402 call or text me let me know what your wake up is your story if you think that you're a good fit 
or someone else should be interviewed or share their experience so we get other stuff like what John gave us. Connect with me, grow with me, let's make a community. Uh, we're on yep. iTunes, Stitcher, um, anything that you could possibly think of. Um, so uh, I will see you in two weeks yep. uh, on the next episode of Waking Up From Work podcast. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Awesome.